This is Story Quest. Brand new stories you'll want to hear again and again. The Grasshopper and the Ant There's a very famous saying that comparison is the theft of joy. It means that when you look at what other people have, if they seem to have more than you, it can make you feel grumpy and sad. Now, you probably know that it's not nice to be jealous and that you should be pleased to have the things you do. After all, I'm sure you have many more things than some others do. But human beings are complicated and sometimes it's hard to feel the right thing. Much harder even than doing the right thing. And doing the right thing can be tricky at the best of times. This story is all about a grasshopper and an ant. It's a very old story known as a fable and was originally told by an ancient Greek storyteller called Aesop. Maybe you've heard of him. You might not think you have much in common with a grasshopper and far less with an ant. But the clever thing about fables is that they make you think that perhaps you do have something in common with all sorts of creatures. And we can learn from the things that these creatures did. So let's begin. It was summer in the forest, one of the hottest for many years, and the sun warmed the land and pushed through the leaves of the trees as the animals dozed in the shade. In the warm twilights, the grasshopper began his song. It's a sound you might have heard if you have been fortunate enough to have a holiday somewhere hot, or if you live somewhere where grasshoppers play in the evening. The grasshopper was quite the celebrity in terms of the forest. So soothing was his song. The ants, however, had no time to sing. He knew that winter would come, and so was entirely occupied by finding grains and seeds and sweet dry drops of nectar from the plump summer blooms to bring back to the nest for the oncoming winter. Grasshopper laughed at the ant. How many people watch you? Answer me that, ants. I am no less than a hundred animals and insects of the forest, great and small in my audience last night. I played for an hour and would have stopped, but they applauded so much I was obliged to encore. Can you imagine that? More! More! That's what they shouted. I don't expect anyone shouts at you, do they? Other than to say, oh yuck, it's a creepy little ant. The grasshopper laughed for a very long time, believing himself to be as clever and funny as everyone said he was. The ant was used to the grasshopper's bragging and knew the best way to draw the conversation to a close was to ignore him. So, ignore him he did. After a few more mean comments, the grasshopper gave up. After all, he needed to get his sleep for the next night's performance. Whispers through the forest brought more creatures of all sizes to hear the grasshopper's song the next evening. I've never heard a song so sublime, said the dormouse to the shrew. Doesn't he look smashing? See the moonlight on his wings, said the mother fox, and the father fox was inclined to agree. Gifts were piled at his six feet, delicious seeds and nectar from the farthest regions of the forest, tokens of admiration from those who had listened to his song. The grasshopper ate well, and often because of these gifts. Even the toads and frogs from the nearby brook waddled up to here and had to concur that even though normally a grasshopper would make a delicious dinner, the songs were sufficient reason to leave him be, and the applause rang out again the next night and the next and the next. The ant might have quite liked to linger and listen, but he was driven to keep his work, looking for morsels to store for when the time comes. It made him quite tired and grumpy at times, and the grasshopper always seemed to find him. The grasshopper always looked more grand and glossy than ever. The piles of food at his feet seemed to be endless. The ant marvelled at how the world comes to the feet of some, whilst others must find it for themselves. He was tired 
and glum and on occasion wished that he had been a grasshopper with an evening song and not a lowly ant seeking crumbs whilst others had such comforts. It was all extremely irritating and on quite a few occasions the ant wanted to say something angry to the grasshopper but he knew that his efforts were best spent on his task and so he said nothing although he might have frowned quite hard at the grasshopper as he lounged on the leaf of a fern and yawned, preparing himself for a rest before his main sleep, before his top-up nap, before the night's next performance for his adoring fans. No one brought the ant food, of course. He took bites from his stores, but only as much as he needed because he knew that he would need those stores when winter came. The seasons turned, as seasons do, and the balmy summer days became cooler, then cold, and then the snow began to fall in the forest. Whilst many of the animals of the forest might have liked to continue to listen to Grasshopper's song, it was just too cold to travel to the ferns, and the Grasshopper himself performed on fewer occasions now, instead wanting to huddle in a warm nook. The Grasshopper realised one day that the gifts of food brought by his adoring audience had, well, mostly been eaten or gone rotten. One particularly wintry morning, he peered around his nook to realise there was nothing left to eat. Well, he thought, there was only one thing to do. He must perform once more. The crowds would come rushing through the leafy forest floor and sweep through the trees to hear his song. Once more, the guests would fall at his six feet and he would eat like the king he believed he was. But the forest was still. No one came. Nothing stirred. The foxes were in their den with their tails over their chilly noses. The toads and frogs lurked in the bracken and some of the birds had entirely left for warmer places. He remembered the ant. Dowdy, small, insignificant little ant, but an ant with a store full of grains and seeds and drops of nectar dried by the sun. Why should I help you? The ant asked, entirely reasonable. After all, The grasshopper had been really mean to him over the summer months. I'm starving. Please help. I'm worried I won't last until summer to come. And what would the forest be without me and my song? You've seen how many come far and wide to listen. Well, they're not coming far and wide anymore, are they? The ant observed. The grasshopper's shoulders sunk. If grasshoppers have shoulders. And he realised that he'd not been on his best behaviour towards the ant. I'm sorry, he said finally after quite a long pause. All the while, he looked rather hopefully at Ant's bulging store that had enough food for a year. The ant wasn't a bad ant, and he took pity on the grasshopper. I was jealous of you, and now you want what I have. I'd say that makes us equal. And with that, the ant invited the grasshopper into his store and let him eat his fill. And the pair, in time, over the wintry months, became firm friends. And the grasshopper would sing his song as the pair feasted and as the snow fell softly on the forest floor. Thanks for coming on a story quest with us. If you like that story, make sure you're subscribed to the podcast so you never miss an episode.